fourth pick in the 2015 NBA Draft. The New York Knicks select. Knicks called Podzingas. Hey guys, welcome to another season of Knicks Talk Podzingas. My name is Josh. As always, joined by my fellow Jake. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Josh, I could honestly not be better as a Knicks fan. I feel wonderful. How are you, my friend? I'm great, dude. It's been too long since this pod. That's totally my fault. I decided to go and have a baby. Uh, highly recommend it. No matter who you are, whatever you're doing, stop what you're doing and just go have a baby because it's the best. Pump and dump. That's our new motto. <laughs> no, don't you, you pump and you keep and you just raise for like 18 years. Yeah. That's well, our... yeah, that's after the dumping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's dude. I am. Uh, I'm so excited to be here as a Knicks fan. Um, we're also only going to be doing this pod probably once every two weeks instead of once every week, but we'll see what it, how it goes. Maybe it'll be another three months before we do another one. Maybe we'll just be like hardcore history, but like Nick's podcast. Yeah. yeah, we'll cover the breadth, breadths of everything. Um, so let's start from the beginning, dude. First, yeah. uh, I think the first piece of news that we didn't, that we weren't part of was... Besides Summer League, I forget how much Summer League we covered. I think we covered a good amount. We covered a good amount. Yeah, that was our last episode was our was Summer League. Okay, so the first thing that happened while we were away is Joe Kim Noah got waived. I don't know if people remember, but Joe Kim Noah actually used to be on the team. Yeah. Um, two Noahs he, ago. That's, that's a whole two Noahs ago. Yeah, two Noahs ago. And he got paid a very reasonable, like, what was it, like $10 million a game? Something like $8 million a game? Yeah, definitely. For last year, for sure. Wait, what was it his whole tenure? I want to find that number. I'll come back to it. But because it was something crazy, like per point, it was like pretty wild. Yeah, he definitely wasn't scoring a lot of points. Points per game as a Knicks fan or as a Knicks, he scored four points a game. Nice. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. So he played uh, minutes... He played 46 games and he made so as a $2 million. He played 46 games and made $72 million. And he averaged five points a game. And so let me see what his totals were. His totals for Nick were 232 points. Yeah, that's more than I thought, actually. How much did he make? $79 million? 72, 71, something like that. Two million divided by two thirty-two. Um, so yeah, he got about three hundred thousand dollars a point. That's really if you can get that work, I honestly highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean that's wow. That's weight. I mean, his points are more valuable than LeBron's. You could argue, yeah. I mean, the toughness, the grittiness, everything really that Joe Kim Noah brought really was top notch. So I can't, I can't complain about the seventy-two million dollars personally. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think of the move? Because I know we were both on the side of the Knicks should eat their uh, medicine. Like we should just have to, we should take our medicine. We should deal with our stupidity instead of waving him. Um, so I just, how, how do you feel about it? Um, I'm open to it. I don't mind it. Here's the thing. It ultimately opened up a spot for Noah Vonley, who is part of the rotation and he's killing it. And if we can get a leg up on signing him next year, we should do it. And creating an open roster spot was the only way to go about keeping him on the team. And I just don't think the cap hit like $7 million. That's going to be less than 7% of the cap soon so who ultimately really cares that's like a ron baker contract who cares yeah i'm for the move i wasn't until like the way this season was and the way that this new management has been competent like it makes sense in the fact of like okay we're trying to create a whole new team atmosphere like we just need to get this off of our backs you know like it's been like if it wasn't like a point of contention like if he had been playing even poorly like that'd be a different thing but the fact that it was like he literally was like in a you know, he almost fought the coach, like the yeah. front office and him didn't get along. Like the fact that he just kind of seemed like he was poisonous to the locker room, which is funny because he got paid. And the one thing we were like, maybe he'll be good for the locker room. Yeah, right. Because um, they're like, because he won't play to that contract, but he'll be like a coach. 
uh, our stupidity is astounding. Well, that's how <laughs> stupid so, as all hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> so because of that, I think it's great that he's gone. I think we needed the roster space, obviously. I mean, like, you know, our team's playing pretty much 14 deep right now, like including injured players. I'm, you know, I'm like, if we were to say KP who has to have a roster spot, obviously, and C Lee who has to have a roster spot, obviously our whole team is playing like yeah, literally basically. every single person on our roster is playing except so, like, for Moody. We, but he was yeah, here for a while. Yeah. So, you know, he was injured. He hasn't had a chance. And I think, um, Hornacek will give him a chance. I mean, sorry. I think Fizdale will give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, you got PTSD, man. I know. It's Hornacek. Hornacek. <laughs> um, but I think that with uh, with the Noah contract on, it was it was the right move so we could fit more people on the team and just to get it out. How many years are we paying that $7 million? How long is it stretched out for? Three years after this year. So it's four years total. So three yeah. seasons from now. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, like. It's like $7 know. million. Dollars. And the Knicks are also the most valuable franchise in in America. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess a basketball franchise at least. James Dolan has extorted that much money from New Yorkers like throughout his entire cable deal. So <laughs> he's it's extorted fine. a lot yeah. more than seven million dollars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, uh, that kind of talk will never will never be the official Knicks podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, I, I honestly think he earned that money, and we did. Time Warner Cable deserves to be as expensive as it is. One hundred percent. So, yeah, but you know what? It was just Scott Perry said in his culture, just doing the right thing. Like I, that's all it was to me. You know. Yeah. So, what do we think so far of Fizdale's performance? Uh, I'm. I love it. I think he's. He's. He really knows how to push the right buttons, and that's what I love the most. Like. I feel like every single person on this team has responded except for Cantor because Cantor's a little, he's being a little baby about this whole benching thing, even though I I, I hate it. I hate it. But he really knows how to push the right buttons for everyone. And like Frank has taken a leap. Timmy has taken an offensive leap that I don't think I ever saw. Like he's shooting like 41% from the field if he's if fizz gets him to defend oh my lord i don't even he's shooting 41 percent from the three 43 percent not good from, uh, the, from two i mean he's shooting 44 percent, almost 45 percent from the two like that's not terrible yeah not terrible um and 90 percent for free throws yeah and he's getting to the line a lot too which is amazing like he really i think putting Timmy in like that leader role while KP's out is really pushing him. Like Frank looks great under him. Like Frank looks more and more comfortable every single day. Like I did not, one of the reasons why I was not, I wasn't against Frank's starting point guard, but he looks like a completely different person under Fisdale than he did under Hornacek. Like it's night and day. And he looks like the prospect that is actually use. Like he always was the defender and everything like that, but he's actually looking like a legitimate you NBA know, a point guard now in 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 seven games. Yeah, you know what's really funny is under Hornacek, the team looked like how Cantor looks now, but Cantor looks like how everyone else looks now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like Cantor was loving it, and he had the best body language, and he was playing like super hard every night. But the rest of the team just looked so sad and frustrated, and was just like going through the motions. And <laughs> yeah. now like. The whole team is like super pumped. Like everyone's working really hard. Like we're like fighting games that we shouldn't be even in at all. And Cantor just looks like he's pouting and he's so upset. And yeah. He just hates being there. I so, know. And it's like you watch him post up and it's just like, this is dead. Like, why are we even doing this? Like, this is Latin right here. Like, what the hell? Why are you posting up right now to, to miss a, two, a, a six foot shot? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you. Mitch, I honestly think Mitch Cantor. Is, I'm sorry, Mitch isn't even close to as skilled as him offensively, but the offense as a whole just seems so much better, and it's just humming when Mitch is in the game as opposed to Cantor or yeah, Vonley as well. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. So going to Mitch, Mitch is already like the best defense. I mean, actually Vonley is pretty good, but Mitch is already a better defender than Cantor. Like he moves like, oh, like he yeah, just knows yeah. how to get in front, in front of people. Like Cantor just his, 
It's he, more difficult to notice before Mitch was on the court, but now that Mitch is on the court, like the difference in those two guys being in or the difference between Cantor and Vonley being in is so noticeable. Yeah. Because like like he just like Cantor doesn't he just can't. Like I don't I don't even think it's a lack of will. Like I think it's like he physically just his body isn't shaped that way. Like it's no. like he just doesn't he also, have speed to him. Part of it I think as well is just he doesn't have necessarily the defensive IQ to know where to be. Yeah, that's true. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like it just for whatever reason, it just doesn't click. It just doesn't click, you know? Yeah. Like he, he can't use his slowness as like a way to predict as well. Like it's just, it's just, he's just not good at defense. Like I don't want to, I don't want to compare him to Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan is like one of the five best players ever, but Tim Duncan was slow as shit and could barely move his last like three years in the league, but he still had the best defensive rating because he just knew where to be. Like Cantor just doesn't have that. Yeah, no, that's a great comparison. And the thing is, it's like Cantor's offense. So he was putting up uh, like 14 points. Like I feel like, for every for like putting up like around 14 points a game he's probably giving up like 24 yeah. and i just think mitchell robertson even though he only puts up like five points to 10 points gives up less than that and he gives up a lot less than canter and it's just like it's good experience like what the hell like okay what do we Cantor, have to lose right because the kid definitely has something like there's definitely something oh, to him yeah oh like yeah. you just Dude, can you imagine my favorite thing, my favorite storyline of the whole season that got no press whatsoever is that last year, Mitchell Robinson wasn't playing organized basketball. And then this year he started for the Knicks against the defending champions. Like, I know. How, that's the craziest. That's just so crazy. Like, I, know. Just, I know. I know. And, he, and he's like, he's just defending everything. Like He's just so good at defending and has such quick hands he just gets every like that that's the difference between him and Cantor is Mitch can make plays on defense that actually lead to offense you know like he can get a block and then it just starts a nice transition bucket and easy money like we can get out and run now like Timmy Dotson Frank all run and get out and get easy transition points yeah the way this team is coached is just night and day different from last year like they're actually using defense to fuel their offense who would have thought you could do that like who would have thought you could be aggressive on defense and when you have you know frank neil Aquino, one of the like the best young defender in the entire league and you have damian dotson who is another terrific young defender that are super long like who who would have thought you could use these people to to uh, construct a defense i know it's it's just an it's just so much better like it's just great like being a strong defensive team is just the best like it's it just like it's just so good. It's just so much fun watching people just like keep it close and keep it involved and just actually play hard. And it's, it's great. Oh yeah. Oh, Dude, when Mitchell yeah. Robinson made that steal in the Nets game, uh, where he stole it and dunked. Oh yeah. It was, it looks so much like when KP made that steal when he was a rookie, but like, look, obviously KP's better. Obviously KP is the golden God and he's fantastic. And, He's a much better offensive player and defensive player than Mitchell Robinson. That being said, Mitchell Robinson ran smoother. Oh, yeah. He runs like a gazelle, man. It's crazy. Like, like KP, like, back then looked a little like he was still learning to walk. And, like, Mitchell Robinson is just like, like, he just, like, he just ran. Like, you could have told me that dude was, like, 6'8", and I would have believed it. Yeah, if he like was, he a, just, like, alone in a gym just running and you had no concept of height or anything. Yeah, I mean, like, he just... He just doesn't play his like body motion is better than his height by a significant oh, margin. Yeah. He's just so he's so athletic. He's just he's the perfect basketball player. He's the perfect modern NBA basketball player, you know? Like he can just defend everyone. And they got Sheed working with him. Like perfect mentor. Perfect mentor. And yeah. Sheed, I, I heard, I think it was on the broadcast, Sheed reached out to Scott Perry to work with Mitchell. He's like, I like him. I want to get working with him. If you need me, just call me. That's amazing. That's phenomenal. Dude. I know. Especially like the one, like just to have someone from that 2012, 2013 team. That's just, that means so much. That team is amazing. 
I love the way even KP's coaching him. Like oh, everyone yeah. just seems to really like want to move him along. I mean, dude, people were everyone saying he was going to play in the move everyone along. It's great. People were saying Mitchell was going to play in the G League, and now he's starting. And like he's not putting up huge numbers, but he's doing like starting. He should. He sh- his big problem is rebounding. Like he should be rebounding like insane. Like he's yeah. too tall and just too long and athletic to not be rebounding. Uh, so like that's that's where he needs to work on obviously the most, and then he could be more aggressive. Yeah. But but he also has Vonley out there with him who loves to steal rebounds. I've noticed. Yeah, Vonley, <laughs> Vonley passes. Well, Vonley knows that it's like he's like he's likely the odd man out of the starting lineup, right? Oh yeah. As soon as like Knox or K or well, when Knox comes back and works his way into the lineup, or KP comes back, but K I don't he, expect KP to come back. He kind of played like Trier played in Summer League, where Trier was like, I'm the only one who can get cut here. Like, I'm just taking every <laughs> shot, yeah. grabbing everything. Like, I'm just trying to pat my stats. Like, Vonley's definitely trying to be like, okay, I don't want to get the third string. Like, let me, like, push out Cantor. I need to, like, have better numbers than him. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is my shot. Oh, yeah. So, one of the funniest things, I saw him steal a rebound from Cantor, and then they both set a pick in the exact same location as the ball was being brought up, and he waved off Cantor, and I was just yeah. like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying, man. Oh, what? yeah. He's got a good He's got a, a good handle and good vision. Like It's almost like it reminds me a lot of Kyle O'Quinn. He brings a lot of what Kyle O'Quinn minus the rim protection. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. And he also, but the the thing I don't like is he does do the, like, he does play like his food could get taken away. Yeah. A little bit. Which, yeah. Which I understand why he's doing that, but he'll do some stupid things where like, he won't pass to an open man. So like, like sometimes he'll take threes where it's like, you shouldn't have taken that three. Like you're just like, even though he'll have the shot, like it's not even like he takes bad shots. Like he'll take good shots, but it'll be like, there's a better shot. And it's like towards the end of the game. Like that's been a lot of the reasons we've lost in the last couple minutes, which, you know, I mean, there's, we should go into that, but I just feel like he, like he'd be better as like a safe second string power forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like once, if, yeah. Once KP comes back or Knox comes back, like he, he's going to feast those on those second lineups. Like, especially because his handle, he's just, it's just going to be so easy for him. It's going to create so many mismatches. What's your dream starting lineup like this year? let's say with KP back and then your dream bench, like what's your, how would you want the team to go? Let's say a 10 man rotation. Um, probably I would, it would probably be something like I would, I would probably have Frank and Timmy as the one, two, um, Mitch and KP as the four, five. And then I want to say Knox, but dot has also played really well. Um, but Dot might be better for the second unit because you know it's a little bit better defense. Uh, I'd probably lean starting Knox, but it's it's close. I would definitely start Knox because with KP back, your defense like that that first unit has enough defense. It has like a lot have, of defense too. Yeah, like if you have Mitch, KP, Timmy, uh, and Frank, the longest not hell, Timmy, like but Frank Tim- and Knox, like you would have enough defense that like. Dotson would need to play in the second unit as like a defensive specialist. Yeah, and think and think and like just like a ball handler off Burke as well. Yeah. Um, so Frank, Frank, Tim, and I will Knox. say, if you think about it as well, uh, Timmy in that lineup is the only person with uh, wingspan under six eleven. Yeah, that's true. Which is insane. Yeah. yeah. So Frank, Timmy, Knox. Uh, yeah, and then, KP and uh, Robinson. Yeah, and then probably for the bench, then I'd have Burke, Trier, Dotson, Mario, and um, Vonley. And you wouldn't have Cantor? No, I, I don't really see the point in playing Cantor anymore. Like, I realize he's a good basketball player, but in my dream world, he, he sits the bench. What if C. Lee's healthy? What's the what's the lineup then? Uh, I, I don't think C. Lee's in it. Do you think we just trade him? I mean, like it'd be crazy to not trade him. Um, I think like they sh- may. I think they may keep him around uh, through the year to see what happens in free agency. Because if you don't have a free agent lined up, it makes no sense to move him. But he would just be like a third string guard who's like possible to be like a first string guard. 
Yeah, but he's getting paid twelve million dollars to be like a a veteran presence. Like, I, if he wants to leave, he can. He can. I would gladly trade him. But I, I love and respect C. Lee too much. Like you see him on the bench. He's he's a great teammate. He's always sitting right next to KP. Like I just, I think if he wants to be here, let him write out his contract here. I, I don't know. I would definitely do. Especially since I don't think the market is that big on him right now. I think we could get something for him. Yeah, but I don't what, know what, but, but what? But like, if it is it worth it to get rid of him as well? If you don't, especially if you don't have any free agents lined up and you're not going to use the cap space. But we can't reset, right? This is last year, or is next year's last year? Uh, next year is last year. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, okay, but my second lineup would be Trier, Lee, Dot, Vonley, Cantor. Okay. I can get with that. And then, I mean, the problem is like you, but then you also lose Mario Hazonia, Lance Thomas. I mean, our team is like mostly, it's kind of what it's been building towards where you have a, like, we're getting some people that bubble to the top, but like our second team is is super interchangeable. Like yeah. we don't have like like we don't have anyone who's like trash, unless you want to argue like Moutier. But like you know, I mean, even Baker's on the bench, and like he could you could give Baker time. Like it wouldn't, you know. I I kind of think I kind of think Burke and Trier are the same player. Sure. And I don't know if you necessarily need both of those type of guys on your team. And like Trier's younger, and he probably plays harder. Not harder. Harder is the wrong word because Berg plays super hard. Um, no, but I get what you're saying. Like he, his development is like the Knicks can get him for cheap over the next few years. So yeah, why not exploit like, that? And he could really become a pretty good. Yeah, like, he, he could be like. A, I mean, he's a strong scorer. He's and, an. Ext- I mean, he's what we want Burke to hopefully be. You know, he's got that fifty, forty, ninety potential, like shooting, shooting percentage potential. Like he could. He could be a legit three-level scoring threat, which would be amazing. Are you saying Trier or Burke? Trier. Yeah. And that's what you hope Burke can be, like, you know? Yeah. So I think I think you – I just don't think you play Burke because I just think you get that out of Trier. And then I think you play Courtney Lee because, like – I mean, that would just be a really good second unit. Like, think about how much offense is on that unit. Like, you have, you have Trier, Courtney Lee, and Cantor for offense. You have uh, – Dot, even Dotson, and then you would have Dothan, yeah. Dotson. Um, Trier plays pretty good defense. Yeah, Von he plays Lay. solid. Vonley's good. Like Vonley is for defense. Like you'd have like I mean that that'd be just such a nice bench. Yeah. And then you have Hazonia and Lance if people get hurt. Um, or you I just mean, need think, to change it up. You need to go yeah, small. or you want to change it up depending on what it is. Or like if you needed additional scoring, like you put Hazonia in the Vonley spot if you wanted like better three point scoring. Um, and if you want a better defense, maybe you put like Lance for Cantor. But I mean, I mean, the thing is, it's like Cantor could be, you know, he could be dominant on the defense, uh, not on the defense, on the second unit and put up like 20 points a game off the bench easily. Yeah, he's and, also our still our best rebounder. Like he gets so many rebounds. Yeah. So I just think you, I mean, I don't know, like if they wanted to trade him as an expiring, like uh, that's fine. He obviously would be, you know, he pretended like you want to be a Nick forever, but I get it. I mean, I totally understand why he's upset. Like it's his check. Like it's his, you know, salary year. Yeah. His contract's coming up. Like, you know, you don't want to be seen as a bench center in this in this era. Like, especially if you can't shoot threes. Like, you know, it'd be one thing to be like one of the few starting traditional centers, but now you're just like a bench center. So you just kind of get lumped in that like super overpaid category. Yeah, and he's really not having. He's really struggled early in this year. I mean, he's only shooting fifty two percent, which he was like sixty five percent last year. I feel like. Yeah, is he taking any threes or anything crazy like that? He took uh, one he, three. He, yeah, I don't think that. I don't he might have taken two. No, he had to take up at least three because his. Um, uh, actually, I can look at his. Yeah, total. he's taken three. He's taken three and he's yeah. made one. Yeah. So I mean, he's trying. Like you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Like, He's also not built for that. Like he's just not built for this this no. style of basketball. But there is a place for him on the team. You know, that's the crazy thing. Is he there is a place for him on a team against like super small lineups and ones that you're not going to defend well anyway for him to get a lot of rebounds and score in the center as a big man. But it's like a it's like a very like niche role. You yeah. know, like like that yeah. kind of center there's just a niche like like I don't know, our team if it was uh Trier, Lee, Dotson, 
Hazonia Vonley, like, or Tom uh, Lance Vonley. I don't think Lance, but Hazonia Vonley. That's um, t- that's a tough back to like, because you're not getting much rim protection, and you're probably giving up a lot of points in the paint. Then, yeah. So I mean, I think I think at Cantor least Cantor's a body. Yeah, I think Cantor off the bench uh, is is probably the way to go. I think that would be my that'd be my number one team. Yeah. I think that team would be f- solid. Like if we yeah. if nothing else changed and we drafted well, like I don't know. I mean, I think I think the team would be very solid as is. How do you feel? about the Kevin Durant rumors. Uh I'm in on him. I'm all in on getting Kevin Durant. I think he it wouldn't be like adding LeBron where you are going to change your entire philosophy as a, of a team. He's going to fit in with whatever you kind of want to do and he's going to be really really great at whatever you really need for that particular night and with him there's always a chance you're going to go to the championship so hell yeah if they can make it happen if they can trade uh see this is where this is where it gets a little confusing because like i think if you do get kevin durant corny lee insulin becomes a good option to have on the bench at least you know and yeah. where, where you keep him but then you need to shed corny lee's contract as well to get that space so i don't really know i don't really know how it's going to break down probably just give her to corny lee but yeah, we'll I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't want him to come to our team. Honestly, I'm gonna be the bad guy. Like I just, I'm I'm one of those fans. I just think the him going to the Warriors was super lame, and it just oh, like. So this is a personal crusade against Kevin Durant, then. Oh yeah, I mean. But okay, then he, so if it was if it was Kawhi, you're cool with bringing in like a max contract, but it's just because it's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean a max contract who doesn't check off the boxes that have plagued the Knicks for years, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not cool with a big man with bad knees yeah. signing the max. But if we had, like, a reasonable player, then I'm totally in. But for Kevin Durant, I don't know. He just... Uh, granted, that being said, I know he'd come here. I'd forgive him, like, a week after we won every game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I don't, like, I'd be totally cool if he didn't come here. Like, I just think, like, I don't know. I just, I'd be totally fine with it. Like, yeah. I would also be fine eventually when he was here i think it was the most amazing thing ever yeah but like i just think it's kind of fun the way we're growing our team like i don't know i think it's cool i I will say i'm with you on that where if he doesn't come i'm also super cool about it because i do love the team like i love frank i love Knox, i love kp i love trier i love mitch i mean that being said unless Knox became like a megastar like it, it like we would need stars to win a championship besides KP. Like even look at Boston. Like I kind of think, I kind of feel a lot like Fizz is similar to Stevens. Sorry, I had to look up Stevens' name. Um, <laughs> I forgot it for a second. That's uh, I feel like I feel like we're gonna have a very similar like growth. Just like the way he's coming in and just like handling stuff and being defensive minded and like making players pit, like play to their like best possible abilities times ten. Um, I think we're going to win 25 games this season, which we'll talk about more in depth later. And I think, which, which, um, Steven, sorry, dude, I can't remember Steven's name for some reason. <laughs> it's um, too it generic. It's too <laughs> generic. Um, but anyway, which Stevens won 25 games his first year and then wouldn't like to win 40. And I think if KP gets healthy and stays healthy, like it's very easy that will make a 15 game jump. So even Boston had to bring in someone, but they didn't have anyone as good as KP, but they still had to bring in like, you know, they still went and tried to get stars and they brought in Kyrie and stuff. And Horford. Um, and Horford. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they still like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that being said, I mean, obviously Durant makes our team a ton better and it'd be great for him to come to our team. But like, it, I'd also be cool if like we got other superstars that weren't Durant. Or even... And or, them. Yeah, or even in the next couple years, right? Like maybe not next year, but in a few years. Like I think... The one person that I think is really someone to look out for and that I would really be... This is the person that I would be gearing up to trade for like, or sign. Wait, wait, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Yeah. Is it yes. Langston Galloway? It is 100% Langston Galloway. We're on Langston Galloway, watch, folks. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's Donovan Mitchell. I just think that he'll end up being a Nick. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. He's already he's already best friends with Frank from the draft class. His dad works for the Mets. He's from New York. Like I I'm telling you. 
Yeah, and like that would be awesome. Fo- and and the, the way our team is built, also, I mean, like we also have to see how good Knox is going to be. But yeah. like, let's say Knox is just like, like KP could be the best player on a championship team, right? Yeah, and if 100%. we got Durant, Durant is better than KP probably right now. Um, and so like KP would be like a phenomenal second best player on a championship team. Like we don't know, like maybe Knox is a third best player on a championship team. Maybe he's a second, maybe he's a first. We don't know yet. We've only seen it for 20 games, but I think like, I hope his floor is third best player on a championship team. And if that's the case, then maybe we don't need to add anyone. Maybe we can add someone in a little, in like a year or two. I think you're forgetting someone too, because I think Frank has a legitimate chance to be also in like the third best player conversation. Like he is tailor made to fit in that Chris Bosch role and not even worry about it. Like you don't even have to worry about that. Like you know how I mean, like with you know, know. How, you know how with Bosch and and Love you had to worry about them sacrificing for the third role. Like yeah. I think I think Frank is the perfect person to fit inside that third role. He defends. He's a really good playmaker. He shoots the three really well. And I I don't I I don't think I mean I think I think Frank is like an excellent piece to have, and he would be like a like a Draymond right, where it's like you would need him to win the championship. But some because he's like a defensive presence who's all over the place. But I feel like sometimes he would only get like a couple points a night, or like that that love that Bosch role. They were usually putting up like twenty and tens. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think I don't think Frank will. I mean, hopefully, I hope he develops super high on offense. But I just I think it'd be fine if he put up like ten points a game. Like I I'd be I mean I think it'd be okay if he wasn't a scoring point guard. I hope he gets up his assist numbers up. Like I think his assist numbers are way too low for me. Um, like, you know, yeah, like he kind of assists, yeah. he assists like a high scoring point guard without being high scoring. Yeah. So, well, I think I, part of that is cause last year he was always looking to dish. I think he's just trying to find a happy medium right now. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, but he I does, but he, I, he know, isn't racking up the assists Like I thought he would, he had seven the other day, but like, yeah, he's averaging he's averaging three and a half yeah. assists a game. Yeah, but he's only I'd putting like up eight see, points. I'd like to see that at five. What but are, no one what are the is last... really averaging a lot of assists on our team. Actually, like he averages, he's, he's tied for the most with yeah. Burke. So our team, I mean, which is kind of crazy because our team does pass the ball a lot. It's just not a lot of assists, I guess. Right? Or I everyone like, kind of just has like you have three at three, you got two at two, a couple at one. Not yeah. really a lot of eh. yeah. There's really not a lot of assists, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So hopefully that well, changes throughout yeah. the year. Yeah. Uh, see. I just, also, I, I don't, don't think there's an offense really installed right now. Like I think there's certain plays, but I don't think they're really running anything crazy. Like I feel like Fizz focused mostly on defense. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right now, I think he is too. Also, the more I think about it, I take back what I said about Durant. I don't like him as a player right now, but I'd be very much for him coming to it. <laughs> <laughs> like the next I've just been thinking about okay so who else would come and like let us win a championship and I just I like Duran is just obviously number one on that list he's like, he's the only person that guarantees you basically you're all right you're just getting the best person in the east at that point with KP unless like, unless like Giannis or like AD like yeah true you know I mean I, my concern about KP would ha- I mean Mike Durant is like how does he fit with KP like is Robinson just like on the bench? Like, how do you, how do you mesh all those together? But I think that's fine. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's too much of a problem. It'll, you'll figure out like the thing is Robinson's still young. You can sell him on a bench roll, you know? Yeah, that's true. And uh, last three games, Frank is averaging four assists. So a, a, a bit more in the last couple games. Yeah. Also, how crazy would it be if KP was your starting center and Robinson was your backup? Oh, yeah, like, it's insane. That would just be monster. Like, that would just, like, you just have so much, that'd be so many blocks. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the other thing is, you know, that worries me about Durant is, like, KP doesn't want to play center. Um, he likes playing power forward. And the way his body's been injured, like, he may really tell the team that he wants to play power forward. So, you might, I mean, you might have to put Durant at the three and play a center, which would be just that. that would be the and then Knox would probably be the two, and Frank would be the one, and it would be ridiculous. That would be the that would be the most insane lineup. That would just, oh yeah, that would literally be like the Monstars. Yeah, like, basically. That would just be 
everyone would be so crazy long. I mean, that'd be wild. That'd be wild. Knox would definitely come off the bench at that point. I mean, maybe not. Maybe Hardaway would. What do you think? So what are your views on Hardaway? Like, he's been kind of playing out of his mind. Um... So I was kind of tough on Frank, or I'm, I was kind of tough on Tim to start the year, but I'm chilling out on him now. I'm going to let him play his game a little bit. I thought he took some really, he took a lot of shots the first couple of games and it's coming back down now. Um, but yeah, he's, he's fine. He's good. He's solid. We'll see what happens if a regression happens. I'm sure a regression is going to happen. It's just how, how far back. I think we need to sell. I think we need to sell, 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 sell. I hope he plays this way all year because he's the number one option. And I hope that he's just maybe, I mean, I hope he's not, I hope he's super good, but either way, I think you just try to trade him. Like, like this front office, well, Perry didn't make this contract. Like it's an insane contract, but I think if he continues to put up like over 25 points a night, uh, as like the number one store scorer. And he's like, shooting 40% from the three. Like if he continues at those numbers, like you just need to find a trade and just shed that because like it's impossible. Like he's not that good, but he's kind of faking it. I mean, that's what Boston does. Like if you're trying to be a good organization, like whenever Brad Steven has someone play out of their mind, they immediately trade them because they're like, it's just not worth it. Like, let's see what we can get back because he's not one of our stars. I mean, Look, if KP comes back in December or even January and Tim Hardaway Jr. like continues playing this well or better as a second option, then like maybe you could talk me into saying like we need him for the team. But like I'm just I still remember the games last year where he went like literally like one for 45. Like it's just super hard for me to imagine that he's changed that much. And he's terrible in the last five minutes of games. And that's kind of why like he's the reason we're close. And then he's also the reason we lose, which like. I don't know. Like, like I just think with Fizz, maybe those 26 points would come from somewhere else. And hopefully Knox can develop into the guy who's willing to take that last shot. Because, like, Tim Hardaway just, like, loses the ball, fumbles the ball, like, misses the shot, like, by an air ball. Like, he just – he can score, like, crazy until it matters. And the moment it matters, like, he's just not that dude. And that's fine. Like, not everyone has to be that dude. But, like, I don't want to keep pretending like he's that guy because it's just – it just is so – frustrating to watch yeah well the thing is he's playing as the first option when kp comes back he'll be a second option and then if someone else comes he's a third or fourth option so it's just a matter of can you allocate all that money somewhere better which you obviously can like his defense is still terrible he's a minus usually on the floor so what if okay i i I don't know yeah i'm i've really I struggle talking about Timmy just because I feel like he should be better, and he's just not. He's just his defense is always poor, but he's shooting really well now. He's playing really well now, uh, but I I don't think there's a way that they can trade him. I just don't think I. Hopefully, if they they if he hopefully if he plays like this for a year, you can get off his money, and but I think he's just going to be a solid piece that's probably paid too much on the Knicks for the rest of his contract. Maybe I kind of I think well I think if he keeps playing this well, then we can for sure shut him. I mean I just think I just think there's there's every year there's desperate managers like pushing for a playoff run like I don't know like like just teams like possibly like um like the Grizz or like the Kings or like uh, the Pelicans yeah. like I could just see teams like that maybe even the Cavs, dude, like if the Cavs have Kevin Love and they have like these young guys, but they're trying to like win more games because of the money they put for Kevin Love or the magic want to once again, try to like leverage their assets for some really stupid reason. Uh, I just think that like, I just think there's enough dumb teams in the league that you could sell someone who was putting up those kind of points as a way to like, if they were trying to like keep a star they currently have. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I struggle to think that it's actually going to happen without maybe attaching something or taking something back that's just as bad, but we'll see. And who knows, man, maybe as, like, look, maybe as the fourth best, like, option, or maybe we even move him down to the bench. Like, if, look, if, I mean, it all depends on Knox, right? If Knox is, like, crazy solid, then maybe it's fine. And, like, maybe then you have a team that has, like, if you were to get Durant, or even if you just have KP, Knox, Hardaway Jr., like, maybe that's enough offense. Yeah. Uh, 
because I mean, look, he can score. It's just like, God, he's so there's like a there's like a, he's like a he's like a um, baptized J.R. Smith. I don't know if he's related. I don't know if he's religious or not at all. But like Hardaway's just so like if if J.R. Smith was like well behaved, so you forgot. Like J.R. Smith just like screams, "I'm a streaky shooter." Just like everything he does, you know. Yeah. The way he just handles himself is just like I'm either gonna make like fifty in a row or miss fifty in the row, and I don't care. And I also will like get face tattoos and stuff. But like Hardaway just kind of seems like a more composed like like player and like person. And so you don't think that like he really kind of just plays JR's game. He he doesn't defend. Like he can shoot like crazy if he's hot. Like, I don't know if JR was like leading this team, like, like even the first couple games, you'd be like, this sales really got to JR. Like JR's going to live up to his potential. Here it comes. I mean, LeBron did right. Like when LeBron won a championship and even like sometimes when it was close, he would like get JR to live up to his potential for like multiple games. But then, like, when it was bad, it was, like, J.R. Smith was just, like, bad. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Timmy. I feel like Timmy is pretty much just a baptized J.R., and I just don't I just don't like that. I just I don't like it. Yeah, I'm. we'll see what happens. I'm all in on him being good for this year, though. I'll root for him. He, he, the Pacers game, I did not think he, he was that bad just because I thought he got really hot, and then at the end it was basically Oladipo just saying, like, ultimately i'm better than you you know like and i can't get mad at someone for just like losing a one-on-one battle between someone that's better than them and oladipo is really really good and that's okay yeah what do you think our uh talk about losing battles what do you think our our win total is going to be at the end of the year probably what the over under is 29 probably like 20 25 29 yeah i think it was 29 that's unbelievable yeah, so I probably like twenty. I think they're gonna hit the under probably like twenty five, twenty six. Right, right. What you said. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus, I wish I had known that. No, it's it's twenty seven point five. Oh, still think it's under. Oh, it's. I think it's probably under. The crazy thing is, I think that even though it's under, well, I don't know. It all depends on KP, but I think it's definitely under. Yeah. Yeah, it's for sure under. Um, I think it's 25 on the nose and I think that, and we're playing at that pace right now, actually, like we're playing at a 25 game win pace, uh, winning two every five gets you at 25 around there. Okay. Um, and they're, they're just staying in games, which is all I can ask for. Yeah. But I also think we'll be disappointed and we won't be able to tank as hard as we think because of how bad the East is. Like I just think uh, I go back and forth just because I think that we don't really have a lot of talent ourselves, so we're gonna lose a lot of games. But it's also really bad. I mean, like we play the Cavs four times, and like those used to be like losses every time, and now they're like probably wins. Like I could see us winning three of those four games. Yeah. Like the Bulls are really bad. Like the Hawks are really the Bulls, bad. Like, the, the Bulls can bad. beat the us. Are, like the last eight teams in the East. I mean, if the Wizards stay bad, then the last, then the, then the literally the entire lottery section of the East is probably equally bad. And like we play really hard, so I could see us coming like twenty five games might get you like I don't know, it might put you at like the the seventh draft pick, honestly, dude. And that's all right because those aren't terrible odds. What are, what are they? Let's see. Because it's less now for one, two, and three. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but I just think that. Oh, so here it is. Um, and also, none of those teams have KP coming back. And I just think if KP's healthy, like obviously you don't rush him back, but if he's healthy, like you play him with this team, like it'd be crazy not to get runs in. You know, it'd be crazy to sit him longer for a draft pick. I feel like personally, with I don't think the they're going to sit him. Talent we have, yeah, I don't think they're going to sit him for a draft pick. I do think they'll sit him until he is like more than a hundred percent. Yeah, and I think they should, but like, you know, if it's February, like bring him back. You know, like, and if we win a lot, of, like, and I don't know, we're we're still playing a lot of these crappy teams after that. Like, I just kind of think we'll stay where we are. Like, I think. We're better than Phoenix. I think Washington will probably be, end up better than us unless some crazy stuff happens and they like leverage their whole team. Um, we're better than Cleveland. 
Uh, Houston and Dallas are better than us by far. We're probably the same as Chicago. We're probably the same as Atlanta and we're probably the same as Orlando. And like with Fizdale, I think we'll probably win a lot of those games. Like I just think that's where 25 win comes from. So, well, you're, well, it seems like you're kind of projecting from like six to eight range. I think we'll kind of end up where we've always, where we've been ending up, which hasn't been bad for us. No, it's gotten us Frank. It's gotten us Knox. I, yeah, I think we that got, we got like, talent right now. Uh, we, have, we don't have Clarence Gaines anymore. No, he's, he's letting off heat on Twitter. If you follow him, he's been he's been dropping dimes. Yeah, he's super honest. It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do have a nine percent chance for the one for the first pick. Nine point two for the second. Nine point four. Nine point six for the third and fourth. We're not terrible. They're not terrible odds now. Yeah, I mean, they're not. I don't know. They're not great. But we'll one, see. I just don't in, think. I just see a lot of ten, people excited ten, for the tank. Like one in ten to get into the top four is not. You'll take those odds outside the top four. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually a thirty-seven percent chance to get in the top four. But I just well, I just meant from. I was just rounding up from uh, the fourth spot, which we have a nine point six chance to get. Yeah, but either way, like I don't know how math works, so I just. I just go by what feels good. <laughs> um, I think that you put all those, like, I think given uh, this team, like everyone's rooting for the tank and excited tank. And I'm cool to tank. I love tank. I've been on the tank train, but I think it'd also be great to win with these guys. Like, I don't think they will. Cause we, we make, we just make so many rookie mistakes and that's fine. Cause we're the youngest team in the league. So like, but it's just like, at the end of close games, it's like, man, we just can't stop like just tripping over our own feet, which is totally cool because it's like they're young guys. It's like when you see a really young team make it deep in the playoffs on accident, you know, yeah. not an accident, but just like before their time. And they just get like just like manhandled by the team with experience, especially this, at the end of game. The Sixers last year. The Sixers last year, um, the Thunder when they played Miami, yeah. Uh, LeBron in the cat when when he played San Antonio, uh, San Antonio as a as a youngin, yeah. like you just see, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, it's just those points. It's like the most noticeable, and just watching these Knicks games every night where it's really close at the end is just like glaring, especially when we don't have a star like KP to like bring us down the stretch. Yeah, uh, but I will say people are putting out polls. Who would you rather have? Frank or, or Fultz, and Frank's winning those polls. So, I'd rather have Frank a hundred times. Out we of have such a good core between KP, Mitchell, Knox, and Frank and Dotson. That is that's five good players. Yeah, it really is. I mean, yeah, it's great. Plus, and like we're gonna get, is, we're gonna get a I mean? top eight pick too this year. Yeah, and if you think about it, honestly, with that core, we'd probably we could probably like if KP was healthy, make it through the first round of the playoffs sometimes, but like we definitely do need like the more I think about it, we would need a Durant to win like a title. Not a, like we'd need another star. Like we need another superstar, even if Knox yeah. is crazy good. Like, yeah. cause that's kind of what Washington is, right? Like if you look at these mid tier teams that like make it to the first, second round, that's what Toronto was. Like they just kept like the players that they brought up through the farm system. And like with that, uh, those guys, kind of played just like second round basketball which is great i mean like that's better than no round basketball which we've been playing but we would need to sign someone like super duper dope to like we also have yeah and we also have kp who like that's a once in a generational talent like you need to take advantage of that yeah if we didn't have kp i would say it's different but like we have kp he's the talent you want he's a talent you need to get yeah no, totally. Yeah. Um, okay, so what what else haven't we covered? Uh, um, uh, let me see. Oh, uh, good job, Derek Rose. That was oh, pretty yeah. impressive. 50 points. 50 points. He did not do that on the Knicks. Did he score 50 points the whole year that he was here, like, combined? Uh, probably not. I don't think he so. He mostly, all I remember was him not passing to KP or yeah. showing up to games. Yeah, he, he really didn't show up to, to a game two two years in a row and somehow <laughs> after fine. next game he just didn't show up like he scores 50 and then the next game he's just like i can't make it yeah i he was saying he could leave right now and be fine and i he could leave right now and it would be fine yeah that's I, so crazy do you 
I don't think we're going to hear from Derrick Rose again after this. I think this was it. I think this is all he has. I do too. I think, but it was like, what a way to go out. Yeah. Like to Man, get that glory what, back. What Actually, you know, no, I don't. I disagree with you. I was thinking about it earlier. I think he's going to have like a super duper dope string of games. Like not 50, but like, I don't know, maybe like a, not a, not maybe like a Linsanity type where it's like two weeks of him, like just old Derek Rose is back. And then I just think he gets injured. Yeah. Like something. Yeah. I could see that happen. Like it's kind of, it's nearly impossible for him not to get injured. And yeah. it's like, I just, I, think I mean, he, he got might, injured he, on his one year here. Yeah. Like he's just never not been injured. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe he, I, I think he could play like pretty well as a good six man. But then I think like, like he definitely doesn't make it to the playoffs. But Kyrie doesn't really make it through the playoffs. Like, Kyrie's stayed healthy through, like, one playoff, yep. entire playoff postseason. Yeah, but he so, won the championship that year, so. I know, because he's super good. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't want him on the Knicks because, like, he isn't healthy. Like, Knicks have terrible injury luck. He's, he's someone that, uh, yeah, definitely the injuries are definitely concerning. But I love watching him play so much that... I would just love him on the Knicks. Just the same reason I loved having Melo on the team. I just love watching him play. Yeah, Melo's teams always get are so bad. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, man. Well, I think that I think that covers it. Yeah. I think we we're all caught up. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess the Knox injuries. That's really sad. Um, it's good. It'll about? be good though. Soon he's traveling. Uh, he might play next. He might play tomorrow. He last. October 20th, and they said two to four weeks. He's definitely not playing tomorrow. He's, it hasn't even been two weeks. But he it's traveled with the 11 team. 11 days. Yeah, but he traveled with the team, and he's um, going to be reevaluated for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, okay, man. But he is also, someone, is someone mowing the lawn outside? I don't, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> Something's just... happening. It's, it's, we should also mention that it's like 9 o'clock at night right now, and someone's clearing clearing leaves or something <laughs> doing something okay okay that's yeah. fine yeah. um and yeah so i i think it'll be good i like all the stuff that i've heard from him i think he's gonna be super good and i'm really excited to watch him i'm really i wish he'd been in these games man you know like it would have been nice like it would have been great for like I get the Timmy stuff, but and like I understand, I understand Timmy's position is like there isn't really another go-to score on the team, so like he's got to take over in those five minutes when like you need someone like that. But how cool would it be if those shots were going to Knox, whether oh, or not I he know. missed them or made them, just like for him to get those reps and just like feel comfortable as being that guy is just like that's gonna be so valuable. Yeah, and I think like let me. See. I think the the game he he was hurt. He was having a good game. No, the game before he got hurt, he had a good game against the Nets. Then he hurt it against the Celtics. Like I really think he was starting to figure something out. So these these last few weeks, hopefully he was just watching the game. Like everyone just says that he's just such a smart dude, and he's just watching the game the right way now. That's what Fizz said. And he's yeah. like being out has helped him watch the game in a new way and and helped his own game. So we'll see. Yeah, man. Uh, well, Knicks fans, uh, it's great to be back, and we'll yeah. keep doing this probably every other week. Maybe sometimes we'll get to do weekly, but uh, that's it, man. I'm, it's been great to hear from you, dude. Oh, great to hear from you too, Josh. These are always great, especially for the first one of the season. You just gotta, you just have so much you want to get off your chest. I know it's very exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow's night against Luka Doncic. Oh yeah, who, we get to see Luka. Hopefully, he's a future Nick. Yeah, hopefully. We'll get everyone. We get everyone from the past drafts, so don't worry. Okay, man. I'll catch you later. Yep. Have, Have a good, a good day, one. Knicks fans. Have a good one, Knicks fans.